I'm Ray Keating, and welcome to the 800th episode of the Daily Dose of Disney podcast. This is crazy, and I actually have a guest this time. This will be the first interview on the Daily Dose of Disney after eight, well, after 799 episodes. So maybe I'm actually getting getting this right. I don't know. I keep trying, but the gentleman that I have uh, with me today has excelled on this front and so many others, Lou Mangiello. Lou Mangiello is, first and foremost, the host of the WDW Radio Disney podcast. He's been doing that a lot of, uh, a lot of years, many, many years. He also is a speaker, a mentor, an author. Um, check everything out at wdwradio.com at lumangelo.com. And by the way, he hosts the Momentum Weekend Workshops, which I have attended and have found tremendous value. Lou, welcome to the show. Ray, my friend, first of all, thank you so very much for having me. Two massive, massive, sincere congratulations on 800. That is a uh, an incredible accomplishment. Most podcasts, you know, they start to fall off about episode seven or eight or so, and a daily show <laughs> is, I give you all the credit in the world, Mattis. You should be very, very, very proud of, of what you've done so well, far. Well, I appreciate, I appreciate that. And, and as I said, after 7.99, maybe we're getting it right because now I'm bringing in people to interview and people are like, I'm sick of it. Listen to that guy. Do I even listen to that guy? So this is very cool that you're here. And what I wanted to do with you was, I mean, you are one of the foremost uh, Walt Disney experts, um, certainly among people that I know. And um, I thought it would be great if you could share with the listeners your, and I threw the idea out to you, your, you know, your top five lessons, um, if you want to go more or less, uh, that you learned from Walt Disney. So that's what I'd like to do. So what's number one on your list? So I love this idea, Ray. I speak, I do a lot of professional speaking. This is one of the things I like to talk to uh, companies and, and executives about because I think there's a lot that we can learn from Walt and it has nothing to do to a certain degree with, you know, Mickey Mouse and cartoons right, and things like right, that. Right. Um, and so I actually like to start at the very beginning. And, and I think a huge lesson to, to take away is that it doesn't matter where or when or how you start. Right. Walt Disney was not born with a silver spoon in his mouth at all. He had a very, very rough, uh, very poor and, and difficult childhood. Right, his, his dad and made him and his brother do a newspaper route before school and after school. The literally like you know going uphill in the snow both ways is how <laughs> Walt had to, had to deliver newspapers. Right, and and his dad made him not just throw it up to the door. He made him walk it up to the door and put it down like those details and. And the service matter, and I think it, it not only it's sort of a double here because it's not only about how you start or where you come from, but learning some of those early lessons, the importance of service, the importance of detail, setting yourself apart. That really laid the foundation of, of everything for Walt that was going to come after. Yeah, and that, the, you can see it in his company. I think still today. I mean, you know, they're they're highs and lows with any business when you're talking about something that's more than a hundred years old, but those lessons really do carry through. Um, and, and they're not, you know, that type of stuff is not just for, you know, big business. It's for, for, for the little guy, Pearson starting out. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, my, my, you know what, I I'll go, we'll go back and forth here a little bit because I've got lessons myself that I learned from, from Walt and, and the phrase that I like that he, that he served up was realistic optimism. Let me find the actual quote. Um, Walt said, I always 
like to look on the optimistic side of life, but I am realistic enough to know that life is a complex matter. And I like that from a business standpoint, from a career standpoint, that obviously you have to be optimistic, but you have to be realistic, right? You can't be a wild-eyed optimist where it's just like kind of crazy, I'll just do anything and, you know, not really ponder it (laughs) or be realistic. But Walt Disney was absolutely an optimist, uh, but he had that realism as well. And that's one of the things that I learned from, from Walt. So let's go back to you now. Number two. I love that, by the way. Right. Wear, wear rose-colored glasses, but make sure that it's the right prescription. Yeah, there, hey, can I use that? I like that. I just, I just made that up. <laughs> Got to write that down. Yeah, um, you should write that down. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I think back to some of his early, you know, quote-unquote successes and, and really sort of the thing that catapulted Walt was, was Snow White. And I think people, Ray, don't realize that he almost didn't finish it, right? He was... He had everything going against him. He was told by everybody around him that he was going to fail. He ran out of money more than once. He mortgaged his house. Again, his his wife, his brother, well, this is a really, really bad idea. <laughs> They're going to repeat that when he says he wants to build Disneyland, right? Yeah, so, right. Exactly. And I get that, yeah. right? I, I took that personal lesson when I left the practice of law to decide to go talk about Mickey Mouse for a living. Everybody except for my you know parents and my wife around me was like, Dude, this is a really bad idea. Like, <laughs> are you insane? Like, you're leaving all these things. But I think, you know, part and parcel, I'm sort of combined two and one. I think it, it's one being, you have to look, if you have to believe in yourself, first of all, or else nobody else is going to believe in you. And I think, too, you have to be willing to be a risk taker. Um, and yeah. Walt was a risk taker. Steamboat Willie, Snow White, Disneyland, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll use a quote. When you believe in, th- in a thing, believe in it all the way implicitly and unquestionably. And, and so I think the, the takeaway lesson is, is, you know, not just sort of believing yourself, but developing a, a tolerance for risk. Yeah, no, that's on my list as well. I mean, the idea that if you want to succeed in life, all those things you just talked about, you have to believe in yourself, you have to believe in the idea, but you have to realize that there are risks. Um, and, you know, risk and uncertainty is, is slightly different. Risk, you can, the risks you can kind of, hopefully calculate some of it, right? Uncertainty is like, I have no clue and I'm just <laughs> just going out there. So there are going to be risks, there are going to be uncertainties and there are going to be failures along the way. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to have that uh, stick with itness, you know, that perseverance <laughs> to, to, uh, to get through those failures as well. So that's on my list. Absolutely. Those are yeah. great lessons that Walt uh, offers. What else? What else you got? So, uh, you know, I think one of the things that Walt taught me was you can never be complacent, right? You get complacent, you die. And Walt was always starting a new project before he was even finished or would never sort of sit and just listen to all the accolades, right? He, you know, he creates Mickey Mouse. He's already creating new characters and continuing to keep refining them. Snow White's this massive success. He goes right into working on Bambi and then Fantasia. Disneyland, day one, he's walking around testing out the rides, finding ways to continually improve, right? I believe in this philosophy, this Japanese philosophy of Kaizen, like this small continuous improvement. That's what Walt did. And I think he's an example that continuous improvement leads to success. And two, you know, I think he never stopped dreaming and creating. So there was, he was always a sort of non-complacent iterative process for him, I think both personally and professionally. Yeah, it's funny. You know, there was a, a bookstore owner when I lived in New York 
who I, I talked to a little bit about, you know, my writing books. And he said, I got to ask you a question. When you finish a book, are you immediately thinking of the next one? And yeah, you are. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're talking about here in terms of, but Walt, I mean, obviously had, had these wild levels of success, but he never rested on it. He was always looking forward to the next project. I mean, even, you know, when you think about his final days and him talking to his brother about, you know, what was to come in Florida, right? Um, that's really that's really fascinating stuff. And some people would look at that as being sad. I don't. I think that's, you know, that's the way he was always. He was always looking forward. And that's that's a great way to be. Um, I'll throw in one. One of the lessons that I got from Walt was, was the idea of <clears throat> art and business do not have to be in conflict. Um, you know, people think about Walt being a creative person and his brother Roy being the business guy. And that certainly was true. And you know that better than me. But but Walt Disney understood the business side as well. So he was a creative individual. He was an artist in all those different areas, you know, Mickey Mouse and movies and and theme parks and, and go down the list. But he wasn't a sellout because he understood the business side of things, right? Yeah. Um, he understood that, listen, if you... If you are a creator uh, and you want to bring your your creations to people, that you're going to have to understand the business side to a certain extent. Obviously, you want to have perhaps the Roy in your life, right? Mm -hmm. But you've got to understand it as well. And that was a lesson I learned from Walt. That's great. I love that. Very insightful, Ray. I really dig that. All right. Back to you on another one. What, at least one or two more from you before I let you go. <laughs> yeah, so two two quick ones. Uh, surround yourself with the right people. Um, the people that believe in you, people that are smarter with you. Main Street USA is credits to a movie, right? Walt is the first and the last name that you see. But, you know, Walt always said he might not have been the best artist. He might not have been the best, but he's surrounded by the people who are the very best at what they do. And that he, he talked about sort of being a bumblebee, right? And sort of going and pollinating yeah. all the different people and, and places in the business. And I think that's, that's one, it's, it's very humbling, right? You have to sort of have right. enough uh, self-awareness yeah. to go. I might not be the best, but I'm going to surround <laughs> myself with the people who are the best at what they do. They believe in you. And I'm a firm believer, Ray, of surround yourself by people who are smarter than you. Yeah, no, that, you're absolutely right. And, and it's, I think a lot of entrepreneurs have a tough time with that. And recognizing where you need help is critical. So I think uh, Walt gives us a lesson there. But also his – one of the things I wrote down, which, which you know, jumps off of what you just talked about, is the idea of respecting your people. Um, and, and he talked about respecting his employees, his coworkers, right, and respecting the customers, right? A lot of people, you know, say, well, that, you know, last point is – well, isn't that a duh? It's like, nah, <laughs> you'd be surprised how many people you come across in life, right? That that want to um, go out there and sell a product, a good or a service, but oddly enough, they don't have all that much respect for the people they're going to sell to. And Walt Disney certainly did. And I think that's a great lesson to learn. Respect your coworkers, respect your employees, and respect those customers. Uh, you know, I used to make fun of my dad for drilling that word into me, and it took me a few decades to understand <laughs> that he and, and you are correct, but respect is is critically important. The last thing I have, and I think it's the most important lesson from Walt, uh, who was wildly successful, you know, ran this, this multi, you know, faceted company, 
but he always took his daughters to, to school in the morning. And Saturday was daddy's day. Uh, a man should never neglect his family for business. Uh, yeah. That, you know, remember what is truly important. And your family might not just be the blood, but even some of the close people around you. Yeah, boy. The, yeah. Uh, you know, absolutely. Don't lose your your focus on what's most important because of your business, right? I mean, I'll I'll tell a quick story. I was I was covering when I was a, a columnist for Newsday, I was covering an event and a gentleman sat down next to me and it was a financial event. And he worked on Wall Street, where I actually worked coming out first, coming out of college. And um, we just struck up a conversation, and I'll never forget this because of also where I am today, and we're doing this podcast, The Daily Dose of Disney. We're having this conversation, and he he started to share a whole host of things, and then he was saying how annoyed he was because he had to go on vacation with his family to Walt Disney World. And I was struck by this, right? So we had, <laughs> you know, we're talking, and then as we parted ways, I said, listen, I said, go on the vacation with your family. Enjoy your family. Because even at that point in my life, which is a number of years ago, I was like, because these things don't come, you know, they're fleeting. They And, and you know what? Go to Walt Disney World, have fun with your wife and your kids and put this stuff aside a little bit because keep keep what's important, you know, in perspective. And, uh, and that was a guy that was, I don't know if he took the advice or not. He probably didn't, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, it always stuck with me. Um, so that goes to your point. And my last one was, you know, enjoy your work. I mean, my goodness, Walt Disney enjoyed his work and he, he kind of always emphasized having this kind of childlike fascination with what you do. And I learned a lot of lessons, pluses and minus, uh, minus over the year in terms of over the years, in terms of people who, both enjoyed their work and did not enjoy their work, unfortunately. And I think Walt is is a great lesson in terms of if you can, you know, take that path where you're really going to enjoy your work, your business, and your career. So you have to do what you love, man, or else it's you know, life is too short. You got it. That's that's perfectly put, Lou. Listen, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you carving out the time for for coming on the 800th episode of the Daily Congratulations, Podcast. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, you brother. sir, so much. All right. Take care. Thanks again to Lou Mangiello for coming on the big show. Uh, Lou always brings insights. He's always an enjoyable guy to listen to. Again, check out his WDW radio podcast. You will not regret that. And thank you for listening. Um, Please get your news and views on Disney at DisneyBizJournal.com. And please check out my books at RankingBooksAndMore.com, including The Disney Planner, The To-Do List Solution, also, my other books, including 20 novels and counting. Yes, there are more coming. Uh, they're available at, again, RayKeatingBooksAndMore.com. So I'll sign them and send them out from there. You can also get them over at Amazon.com in paperback and Kindle editions. I hope you find value in some of this and all of this. You should have today, certainly with Lou Mangiello as my guest. And hey, have a magically productive day.